All right, episode four, Dad Talk. We're back Sunday. We're doing this on a Sunday today. We're feeling good. Derek Wenzel is here. Derek, what's up? T. Anderson. How's it going, man? First time you've ever called me T. Anderson. So, Dad Talk, last week on the pod, you mentioned you should win Father of the Year for, you know, unleashing your neighbor's dog on Tenley. Something happened this week where I might be coming for the Dad of the Year award. Oh, let's hear it. So we're running late for uh, a dinner. It's Tori's dad's 70th birthday. So we're late. And I'm like, you know, in my mind, I'm always like, you know, we'll make up time on the, on the road here. How late are you? Not like egregiously late, but late enough where it's like, oh, hey, guys, you're the last ones here kind of thing. But I'm like, all right, we'll take the back roads and, you know, we'll make up some time. I'm hauling ass, like driving like a maniac. Tori's in the backseat with Wesley. She keeps yelling at me. She's like, this is not that important. Like, you slow down. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Your child is in the car. <laughs> and I'm like, it's fine. Like, it's you're all right. I'm basically a NASCAR driver. Like, don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm flying like a lot of like this back road, a lot of like big turns and like hills. And Tori's like, you got to stop. Like, I'm getting sick. Like, please stop. It's fine. <laughs> We're making great time. <laughs> Whatever. 10 seconds after Tori's like, I'm getting sick. Like, you got to stop. All I just hear in the backseat is, <laughs> Wes starts projectile vomiting everywhere. <laughs> oh, man. And and it's he's in the car seat so it's not like he's like he can throw up just down to the ground starts vomiting straight out everywhere yeah and it's getting everywhere Tori's like he's throwing up he's throwing up what are you doing so i was thinking like if you're in my position i just wonder like is there like a split second in your head where you're like we're gonna keep driving we're not stopping I because you know, here's what happens is you're you're fucked you're in trouble right I think you got two options you 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 continue going to the party you get out of the car and you bring in armfuls of shit to make it seem like you're the good guy who got here sorry we're like we had all this stuff and you're carrying it all and then Tori's got to bring in the vomit like maybe spit up and the other option is to drive to fucking Mexico and jump out on your own because once you stop, Tori's going to fucking kill you. (laughs) There's no, this is not good. Like, you're shit. Yeah, and I'm sure in some bag that Tori packed for you, there's plenty of fucking burp cloths and stuff to clean this thing up and make it happen and change your clothes and the whole thing. But you're in trouble. Either way, that's a bad look. Terrible look. And it, it was so bad. And you know, like when you're on a roller coaster and you're going down like a, like a big steep hill and you kind of feel your stomach go up. Yeah, that's ex- I know exactly what happened on that road. There was just like kind of a drop out of nowhere. And I was like, that's what definitely triggered it because I even I felt it. So, yeah, it was disg- it was just took forever to clean up. He was in nice clothes, of course, for this dinner. So he just we showed up. He's like reeking like vomit. It wasn't good. All right, so what was the fallout? Yeah, I mean, it was OK. I mean, it- <laughs> but he he stopped vomiting after like half hour so it wasn't like that big of a deal no i'm just kidding kidding. jesus he was fine but uh yeah it was like the second it happened i was like this is perfect for the podcast this is great material hey listen wes i know you're kind of dealing with the situation and tori i know you're mad i gotta write this down in my notes for the pod this This is is really good for the pod i think there's uh, something about like downplaying 
shit that like as an adult you can deal with and handle or you wouldn't be tripping about either because you're an adult and you've done it before or you just didn't want to deal with something yeah. versus when you've got a kid. Tenley was at, we're doing a, we do a nanny share with um, our, our friends who live down the street and their daughter who's three days younger than 10. So it's like nice. perfect, right? So they're at this big park close by, which, you know, they go out in the afternoons. We get pictures from our nanny pretty frequently, like um, like every day, just with them doing cute shit. They're like, hey, look, they're alive. Cool. Check the box. Great. You're, you're doing a, you're doing a bang up. Job, Great job. Right? But she sends these pictures that look like extreme close ups. Like, all right, we're getting pretty cinematic here with this going. Like, what's going on? And she's got Tenley's eyes just watering and tearing, and her whole face is splotchy red on the right side of her face. It's like down her nose and her lip. It's like she's fucking Two Face from Batman. Like, <laughs> shit went down. Hell is going on. So every instinct of me is like, it's probably fine. Like, don't worry about it. Like, we'll just see if it gets worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, this is not the response you should have as a parent. That's and it's like, maybe we should fucking see her and check this out. Then you should call the pediatrician. Like, let's just wait and see. Let's just wait and see if our daughter has some deathly, you know, allergic reaction that we didn't know she had. Yeah. And it's probably fine. Like, let the body, let the body fight it. <laughs> it's just like which is cool if you're like you know got an adult immune system but when you're 11 months old like everything you've barely been outside in your first year because the world right. is the scariest fucking place on the planet right it's like she's had you know her body's not used to fighting any like a fevery allergic polony anything so who knows if this is just a temporary thing but i decided my first instinct is let it ride you know you're racing down the hill and your kid's thrown up and you're like we're making good time or your kid is like hemorrhaging in a park because of some allergy that you didn't care to like deal it's with. So true. The other uh, father of the year. I don't know if this has happened to you. This is, happens to a lot of parents. I mean, it happens to every kid. I was right there with Wes. He was on a be- he was on the bed, and I was like getting the diaper ready. Hand down, man down. Thump. <laughs> so how how big is the bed? How tall is the bed? I we I, I got super lucky. It wasn't that high. Could have been way worse. All right, so where, what did he land on? He landed kind of like on his stomach. He just went like straight down and then kind of just like landed on his like he was doing a push-up almost. Did he freak out? For no, him? he freaked out. Yeah, big yeah. freak out. It's embarrassing. So this was two months ago and our bed in our room, it's got like the drawers underneath and it's got a big box spring. So it's like legit. I measured it after because I had to tell the doctor. It is three <laughs> feet. It is three feet tall, right? <laughs> So, the altitude up there it's tough it's hard it's to breathe hard to fucking breathe it's so high in here and she's just sitting there like on the middle of the bed doing fine i was taking like a picture we had some pictures we we're changing some pictures or something so we had picture frames on the bed so i take them off the bed and she's like not even crawling around she's like just stand, sitting there and so i go to turn around and put them on the dresser and all i hear is a boom <laughs> and then i was like oh fuck that was head on ground from three feet straight on the head and I immediately felt like Wes in the back of your car. My stomach like, <laughs> was like done. I was like, I swear to God, I thought I was going to throw up. I was like, oh my God. And she's losing her goddamn mind. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, and I'm just like trying to check her out. Like, I know what I'm looking for. Like head injury. Like, what are you going to fucking do? And just losing it. I'm trying to calm her down. And it was like, I was like, I'm the worst. I might as well just kill myself right now. Yep. But it was like right before nap time too. So we're like, what do we do? We call the pediatrician. They're like, she's probably good. I was like, probably. If a doctor ever tells you you're probably good, that's horrifying. Yeah. It's like, can you, you're only saying that because you're sure. 
right? Essentially minus like lawsuits. So just say that, just yeah. don't, don't, don't leave that very ambiguous term probably <laughs> out there. Should, oh. she should be fine. Um, <laughs> if she doesn't wake up, just give us a call. Okay. Thanks doc. <laughs> Exactly. So, and she was like more, less concerned about Tenley and more about us. Like, just don't beat yourselves up. Over it. it happens all the time. And I was like, does it? Should it? How about you're a little harder on us? Just in case we're the parents that aren't sick to our stomachs because our kid just fell off the bed. Maybe you make sure that we're a little harder on ourselves. I feel like it does happen all the time, though. I just hear I don't think I've met like a parent who hasn't had the baby fall off the bed. And we just keep putting them on the bed. And there's all no idiots. reason. And it's like, even before you have kids, you know, you've heard those stories, right? Obviously. Right. right. All right. So a little PSA for anyone listening who doesn't have kids. Don't put your baby on a bed ever, ever again. Don't, yeah. just don't do it. So you brought up a funny thing we were talking earlier this week about reading children's books yeah. to Tenley. Elaborate on that one. Cause I I've got some thoughts too on that. Well, it's like, I've never thought like of all the fatherhood things you've got to do, right. Or just parental things you got to do that. This would be my freaking kryptonite. First of all, called, you can't read. So that's like a, big well, that's what I'm saying. So I got called on, I don't know, like in high school or middle school or whatever, did you get called on a lot? Did your teachers call on people to like read out in class and you guys are reading a story or oh, yeah. Like that? yeah. How yeah. did you do? Were you tri- like, how did you handle it? Or was like, was that pre nervous? Don't want to screw up Tom. Like, were you cocky? No, were you it? no I've, I've always been nervous. I don't want to screw up Tom my entire life. So I, when, if I got called on, I'd be horrified, nervous. I got called on a decent amount and I was, whatever i would trip on shit around but i think it was like you know go to public schools out here it was just like we know derek can kind of read so we'll call on him or so and but when i like start reading out loud i'm not reading the words right at all first of all i'm not comprehending shit i'm like nothing sticking in my brain my eyes are quickly glancing i feel like if i'm i'm always worried i'm going to be reading too slow right so it turns out i'm like speed reading missing whole words, filling words in. I'm just like flying through this thing. I do that too, because, because does Tenley like freak out? Like, let's keep it moving. Cause that's what Wes does. Like <laughs> when she gets bored, she's looking yeah. around like, all right, Jesus, next page. Yeah. Like how many words sentences are on this? Like if I see a book with like <laughs> more than one sentence per page, I'm like, I'm not reading this. Oh, isn't that dude. You know, what'll trip you up is the thin books that you're yep. like, oh, well, this is pretty bad. I'm going to crush this thing. This is five minutes, call yep. it a day. You flip it open, it's three paragraphs of dense text. And not only are you pissed, you're like, oh, this is like physical work for me now. Like, it's tiring. Get through it. It's exhausting. Yeah. Like, I'm probably going to screw this up. Like, right. My kid's going to look at me, stumble over baby words, and look at me like an idiot. Do you, when you like read the, uh, the children's books, do you like, do like a kind of a goofy voice, like a little bit or are you no, like I can't, I, I don't have this confidence to do it. I don't have the confidence to play different. I would have to basically memorize a book. I think to have the confidence to play characters in it. I I'm think right now way. it's mostly like just narrator voices for the most part. Well, because we have some books with quotes, but it's like, I, know, I can't, I can't. And they all sound like anytime I try to throw a voice, it's the same dumb generic voice that doesn't sound like anything and you're just like dude that's not what an elephant sounds like come on like let's just 
be a little oh, bit. Oh, that's a thing. pitch for an elephant. That's a thing. Like we have all these books where you're like saying what like sound the animal makes, but it oh. doesn't like it doesn't actually tell you what sound they, like like it doesn't write out the what? sound. Like you're supposed to do that on your own. And I get like there are some animals I like I don't know I'm I'm not telling him the right like a goldfish what the fuck sound is a goldfish don't make noise they just die that's all they do (laughs) let sleeping goldfish die I feel a lot of pressure with that though and then like if like Tori's around and I'm like having to read out the animal sounds she's gonna think I'm an idiot and I'm just like read over it really fast we have this one book that's like what is the baby penguin sound and it's it's like a trill. And you're like, first of all, learned a new fucking word today. True. Like, that's awesome. Yep. Like, here's the scary part. I didn't realize how much I was going to learn new words by reading. Like, I was like, wow, didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Like, surprise. I guess but that's how also, reading works, Derek. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I should read more. <laughs> but you're sitting there reading these things. And you're like, sometimes like the word spelled out of the sound makes sense. Like, oh, like roof or roar. Got it. Right trill so baby penguin make it how am i tr- sounding out trill to sound like a baby penguin and you're what not, do you do like, what do you do trill and also let's be real she's never meeting a penguin like she's not gonna know <laughs> but they're like other animals like you can't screw up because you're probably gonna see them at the zoo yeah and then like three years later she like calls you out like dad, dad do the panda noise tell her how to do it <laughs> what are you doing like just way off not even close <laughs> the panda oh man i gotta ask you about you did the family pictures thing yesterday yeah one is the baby her name's tenley you don't have to be like you can you can call her by her name is the young human just smiling for all these pictures or is it like come on tenley we got a smile here that's the the entire time like you're waving your arms up and down, you're jumping, you're doing all the noises and shit. Like, and you know, like you've got tricks to make, you know, your kids smile. And Telly is like this, she's so smiley. She'll just sit there by herself, like flipping through a book. Like, well, I'm not going to ask daddy to read this because he, he fucking can't. So I'll just enjoy it myself. Yeah. And the only thing that I can do that is guaranteed, regardless of if she's tired, <laughs> father, you're right. Is like pretend to drop her. <laughs> I swear to God, whether I'm holding her on my hip and just let her go a little bit, or I'll hold her like straight up over my head and drop her and catch her like it's like it's 18 inch, you know, two foot drop, right? And I'll catch her. Yeah, she loves it and it's hysterical. The best now, but so we're out. We went to the beach in Half and Bay where I grew up. Gorgeous. We have bluffs here. They're like 30 foot cliffs basically that overlook the beach and these little paths go down. And on the upper side of those cliffs, there's a little trail that goes along the coast. And so it's like people walking their dogs and biking and just doing their morning walks and stuff. It's like a really cool thing. But anyway, it's a lot of people because it's a really nice morning. And so they're watching me. And because we had to get the right angle with our photographer of like <laughs> flowers in the back and the hills and shit, I'm near the edge of this cliff, holding my baby up and dropping her repeatedly to get her to smile. And I know there's people like, I'm I'm calling the cops. Right Call now. the cops right now. The photographer is like, hang her a little bit more over the edge. I think <laughs> you just like hold her with one hand <laughs> over the edge, so it looks like she's flying. <laughs> so the Peloton came this week. How is it? I got on it, and I was like, I told you that if you're going to spend this kind of money on this thing, you're going to love it. Fucking love it. It was the greatest thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. So the Peloton came and then it enlightened me to the fact that I think I'm getting, it was like turning into your parents, like the progressive ads, but it's like 
very much like generic dad traits. And I've, I've started to notice it recently. Like I really give a shit about what the weather is. <laughs> I've never looked at the weather my entire life out here because in the Bay Area, like same every day. Yeah, you're nice. Coast brag. It's fucking great. All of a sudden, it's like it's gonna be 75 today. It's gonna be great. Like I give a shit. <laughs> That was one of the first things I kind of noticed, like generic dad bullshit. And so when we were setting up the Peloton, like it was self-calibrating and it got like stuck at 81% figuring out resistance or something like that. And I was like, all right, we spent three grand on this thing. It's like pretty intense. Like, I don't want to fuck with it. Like, let me call the line, right? And so I'm on with the customer service guy and like, we just troubleshoot. It was basically like shut it down and kind of restart it. So of course, you know, Amanda's sitting there, she's working, of course, on a Tuesday and I'm like, okay, let's get this Peloton set up. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, so the classic, like unplug it, plug it back in. I guess that worked. Uh-huh. And Amanda goes, you're such a loser. You're like the old man who needs to make friends with the customer service guy. But it was just like that relationship it's like if you hire a repair guy and he comes out to fix something, you have to stand over his shoulder and watch. Like, yeah, good call. Like, do that thing. Like, I would do that right now. Like, I get, like, I'm renting and I would do it. <laughs> anyway, so like, we get off the phone and like, man, it's, you're such a dad loser right now. You got to lock it up. That guy's not your friend. He doesn't know you. Like, what? Why are you so emphatic with the unplug it, plug it back in classic? Hey, my name's Derek, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's like the waiter doesn't care what your name is, right? Like that's exactly where we're at with this thing. So when you have a repair guy come over, like you'll like you'll like watch what they're doing the whole time and kind of like be in it with them. Growing up, my dad was relatively handy, so we kind of we fixed most of the shit around the like outside of plumbing. Like he was like one thing he's like I'm not gonna fuck with plumbing, but I, I just think you like pick up on it, and it's like you want to know how to do it. Right, you want to know what happened or didn't happen or what you could have done, and then defend your masculinity. That's really what it is. You're defending your masculinity that you couldn't fix this thing, so you had to hire another man to come into your house to fix your fucking problem. So you want to know what it was and make sure it was a reason that was beyond your control. Like, yeah, there's like, there's no way I could have fixed that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yep. you had a drip in the washing machine, and the guy came out to look at it. And of course it wasn't dripping when the guy came. So we're like trying to talk about what it could be. And like, and now I got to defend myself. Like I didn't just, because I heard one drop call a repairman right away. It's gone. Like, no, like seriously for days it was doing it. And all of a sudden it just stopped this morning. Like, I don't know what's going really on. Really weird. Could it be this thing? Could it be that thing? You know? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. It could have been that. I tried this. I didn't try anything. What do you fix a drip? You just close the door and you run it. Like there's nothing to fix. So I'm like defending my masculinity to this guy. Really and good. after a while, he was like, well, I don't know what to tell you. I, it's not dripping, so I can't fix anything. Um, that'll be $85. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and then thank God he gave me like the out he didn't mean to give me. He goes, listen, if it like happens again, and he's like rolling his eyes because he's like, you're neat. <laughs> but he's like, if it happens again. Like this 85 bucks will just go to whatever that repair. Oh, was. Like, credit. Cool, cool. Yeah. It's like a credit, but it's like, I paid for it. Like it's, and of course it hasn't dripped since, but at least that's like my manly out, right. My manhood out where I'd be like, yep. all right, well, I didn't get screwed. Not only did I not fix it. I didn't get screwed, not fixing it financially. I can't fix anything at all. Own, right? And I could get totally taken advantage of. Like someone could just come in and be like, 
you need a new house. And like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could you replace that? Like, how long is that going to take? Is it going to be expensive? Or? Yeah. A hundred grand. All right. That seems reasonable. Because I guess like we have to do it, right? We, what I are mean, the questions you can ask when you don't know anything? That's the only question you can ask. And it's an obvious, dumb question. Do you think we really need to fix this? Like, the guy's obviously going to say yes, but at least you tried to like out him as like screwing you. Right. Dude, he's got you dead to rights. He's got you so dead. That was screwed. Here's my money. Take it all. All right, bro. Good talk. I'm going to go Google what sound a panda makes. Uh, we'll, We'll see you next week. New dad talk every Tuesday. Hope you guys liked it. We'll see you guys later. Peace.